and he's um, leaning toward Christianity. He has a Sunday service, and he preaches about Jesus. So, um, and he's making albums. He just dropped his new album called Jesus is King. And uh, so because of all this, Joel Osteen decided to uh, invite uh, him to Lakewood Church. Which is all right, as long as if he accepts the invitation, he accepts it in the spirit that he's going to worship. Which, which means to me, there should be no press. There shouldn't be uh, you know, fashion. They go, oh, right. Kanye West. So it should be, yes, it should be centered on Kanye West. It should be something where he just goes. It should be an announcement so that people are expecting him. I mean, if he's going to go and worship, that's exactly what he should do, go and worship. Well, we'll see. There's no date set. There's no date out there saying that this, when this will take place. Well, it shouldn't be. You see, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. It should be that he should go and he should just fellowship. Why should he announce when he's going? Well, I think sometimes during his, uh, during, he'll say that he's got guests coming. I mean, during I, his he probably does. week or whatever when he talks, I think he'll say that he's got. But I think that's different when you, in, you invite a guest to come for, maybe for uh, a service in the sense that they, they're going to be conducting the service. But when you just inviting the person to come and worship, I don't, I don't think they should be know, announced. I don't know if it's going to be to worship or if it's going to be a guest speaker. Okay. Sure. I don't know if it's going to be to sing one of his songs from his new album. I, I don't know that. But time will tell. Proof is in the pudding. So um, I found this article on ChristianHeadlines.com. And Kanye West's new faith-centric album has sparked in, increased interest in Christianity whether you believe it or not. So a well-known ministry is providing free tools to unbeliever, unbelievers. The American Bible Society says it's offering free Bibles to Kanye's fans who fill out a form on the organization's website. Now, I went to the organization's AmericanBibleSociety.com and I didn't, I wasn't able to find any kind of a form. The group got the idea from Google data that showed a spike in searches for information about Christianity the week the album was released. And I think it was released Friday, October 25th, the album. And when that happened, people started Googling Kanye West. They started Googling Jesus is King. They started Googling Jesus. They started Googling um, what do Christians believe? And based on the top hits, the top trending hits, the uh, American Bible Society said, well, I think we're going to start giving out free Bibles. To well, I hope, who's, um, hope they're King James versions. I hope they're not uh, it doesn't say. modified versions of the scripture. And then, you know, I tried to find it, but I couldn't find the form. The only way that you can find the form is if you go to ChristianHeadlines.com and then you look for this article that says Ministry Offers Free Bibles to Kanye Fans. Lower in the lower part of the article, it's got a sentence that says, Fans who want to receive, who want a free Bible can fill out the form here. And you click on the word here and it'll bring up a Google data um, form. And 
then you fill out your name and address and everything and then you send it and you can get a Bible. If you're interested, so um, the, the American Bible Society says that he, that um, they, they, that's what they love to do. They love to share Bibles. They love to aid people, you know, help with the questions that people have about Jesus. And, and so we'll see. Um, right, the proof is in the pudding. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what kind of Bible it's going to be, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. Yes, praise the Lord. Now, to those inquiring minds out there that want to know what type of Bible version are they giving to Kanye West's fans who have who signed up and gone on their website? Well, let me inform you. American Bible Society wants to give that same opportunity to those who heard the album and are interested in faith. The ministry, which was started in 1816, launched Bibles for Kanye fans to aid those with questions by offering free access to the Bible, giving away up to 1,000 copies of the Good News Translation for free. I've never heard of the Good News Translation. Can't see that you find in hotels or hotels. Is that a Gideon? Or Gideon. Gideon. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I just I just think that when they started this trend of uh, modifying God's word, it also prepares for that uh, for that man of sin, for that period of trials and tribulations where the word has been basically dumbed down and prophecy has been tampered with and scriptures have been added or deleted and I think that you know we're on a slippery slope here and I'm just hoping that the people actually receive holiness you know and, and that they don't make the twofold the devil of hell like the Lord says and go and just travel the world over and instead of offering or presenting deliverance you know they are uh, in bondage, and you can't get any greater gift than uh, holiness and that, that freedom that you feel when you receive the Lord. And nobody should be cheated of that experience. And the Lord said that you live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Old Testament, New Testament, Old Covenant, New Covenant. Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. All right, so I want to talk about politics for and politicians for a little bit. And I didn't hear this on national news or 4, 6, 12 or, you know, local news. Uh, I did see it on uh, Yahoo webpage, and someone sent me this article from CBN News, and it's about Joe Biden, Democratic presidential frontrunner Joe Biden, isn't talking about reports that a Catholic priest at St. Anthony Church in Florence, South Carolina, denied communion to him recently because of his support for abortion rights. The Reverend Robert Morey said in a statement, sadly, I had to refuse Holy Communion to former Vice President Joe Biden. And then he went on to say that any public figure who advocates for abortion places himself or herself outside the church teaching. Biden told MSNBC that he would not discuss the reports. And um, this is not the first incident where communion was withheld from 
a politician who advocates abortion. And, but, you know, this is far and few between. In 07, Patrick J. Kennedy uh, was told to stop taking communion over his abortion, his support for abortion rights. And in 04, the then Roman Catholic Archbishop Raymond Burke refused communion to former senator and presidential candidate John Kerry for his pro-choice stances. Um, it seems like periodically um, the Catholic Church does this. I guess in 08, Kansas City Archbishop Nauman advised former Kansas Governor Kathleen Sibilis, Sibilis to refrain from receiving communion for her pro-abortion position, and a few others. But in my opinion, I think it's, it's too far and few between. And I don't know how other people feel about it, but I, I, I agree with this priest for having um, the courage to say no. I'm right. not giving communion because I know where how you stand, and you're very open about it. Right, you know? and it would give the impression that the church somehow condones. condones it or is neutral on the topic, and it's not so. You know, saints have to take a stand. You know, saints have to uh, let not being political. It's just that the innocent lives and the innocent blood that's being shed. We're going to have to give an account for that you know, as a nation. But I just, you know, it irks me that there are some um, Catholic churches, and it's not just for abortion. I feel <clears throat> like if a person that you know is a cross-dresser, or they're changing from male to female, and they're a male dressing like, and I've seen it, they dress like a woman, they go up and they receive communion. I feel like the priest, the pastor, the the whoever it is in charge should say, no, you can't, I, I you can't do that. Because it's the same thing, right. in my opinion. It's like you're um like spitting on the word. Mm -hmm. it, it's like disrespect for for the Lord. Right. You know, and so Joe Biden was refused communion because of his pro-abortion uh, feelings. But how many times is that going to happen? Right, and not often it's enough, like, like you said. And I would be afraid if I was going contrary to God's word. It's one thing if you're just saying, this is what I want to do, this is how I want to be. And you look at the person and say, well, yeah, because the Lord said in that day, everybody's going to serve their own God. But to say that I'm serving the living God, and this is what I'm going to do, to me, I would be afraid to go and try to take communion because the Lord says, you know, people, you have to examine yourself. Because if you, if you take of the, uh, of the Lord unworthily, you know, you drink damnation to yourself. I don't know how, how anybody feels about this, but I, I don't know. As a pastor of a church, and I'm not pastor of a church, um, and you know someone who is living contrary to the word of God, you know that same-sex couples are, you know, they're living together, or there's, or maybe even got married at, at, at a courthouse or whatever, and they came up to communion, would that be right to deny them? 
I don't think it would be uh, wrong to deny them. I think it would be the right thing to do because you're looking out for the person's soul. Why would you let them drink damnation to themselves? And that's the whole point. The, that's what the a priest, a minister, uh, is a shepherd. Is right. like you're you're bound by the word of God to teach people the right way. Right. Because the Bible says, "Well, let a man examine himself, and then so, and after you examine yourself, you examine yourself to come up to God's word, and after you come up to God's word, then He said you can eat of that bread and drink of that cup." But for people to say, "Well, you don't know what's in their heart," if they are yet in sin and they show no evidence of repenting or coming out of it, why would I say, you know, the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and give it to you? That, and, and, and expect anything good to come of it when I realize you're drinking damnation to yourself. I, not only do I think the Lord gets the people who have the audacity to come up and to do that, but I think he gets the person who actually gives them the communion. I think, too, the blood is required on their hands if you refuse to tell them the truth. Right. And you might not be popular. I've seen people do that with, with their children. They just tell them to go up there, you know. And, and you're looking and you're thinking... They don't even have like, any idea what they're saying or what they're doing or why they're doing what they're doing. I, I don't think that people realize the seriousness of taking uh, communion, remembering the Lord's death till he comes. I don't think they take it seriously enough. Or understand. Right. You know. And I have a little article about, uh, remember Mr. Beto? Then the Beto Award, he found Beto Award, the man that wants to run as runner was running for president. And they had some latest news about Mr. Beto Award. He was running for president. He, yeah, he's running. He was running. He, yeah, he just recently dropped out because he ran out of gas and his funds. He couldn't support himself. Okay. He tried to um, strip away the 501c3 charities. I mean, uh, the status of the church. Okay. He trying to say if you don't support same-sex marriages, and he'll strip away that. Okay. Well, his funds got stripped away, <laughs> and now he couldn't he couldn't run no more. Then Trump started laughing at. Okay. Trump said he Trump said he came out of Texas a very hot political property, and he went back as cold as you can be. Then he said, Oh no. Beto just dropped out of the race for president, despite him saying he was born for this. He said, I don't think so. <laughs> right. You know, the Lord said that a person who's going to build a house has to consider the cost, because it, it's nothing uh, honorable that a person starting out to build a house, and then because he didn't count the cost, he can't finish it. So he didn't count up the cost. Mm, I don't know if I'm going to get to all these. You know, um, I guess faith leaders were... Uh, I wanted to get to a lot more articles, but I don't know. Faith leaders are praying over President Trump amid the persistent push for impeachment. So um, recently, President Trump met with 25 evangelical leaders who prayed with the commander-in-chief, um, you know, because they were, mm -hmm. I don't know, just praying for me. He needs prayers anyway. Yes, he does. Not, I mean, not just amid the yeah. push for impeachment, well, but well, he needs prayers, period. Definitely. But this article was from the ChristianHeadlines.com, and then they went on and they actually was on CBN website, too. Um, and they listed all of the participating faith leaders, starting with Paula White and... I mean, they went down the line giving all 25. I mean, I, it doesn't matter 
I don't think. Since the 25 are. What matters is that we pray. And that, and that you're able to get a prayer through. The last thing you want is somebody praying for you, and they're not praying in faith, and they're not living on Nicholas or anything, and then they have the nerve to try to intercede and, and, and take the load out of your eyes and trip over the thing in their own. We, we want people who actually believe and trust in the Lord, people who are saved, to get a prayer from you, an effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person that avails much. And then I'm thinking about the person you're talking about who was fun to dried up. And probably if he hadn't said, made that comment, he probably would have gotten more funds, but I'm pretty sure a lot of those organizations, especially the ones that are taxing them, stop giving. Now here, this, I don't know how anybody feels about this, but somebody sent this to me. It came from dailymail.com. And, um, you know, Elijah Cummings, he was, uh, he was a lawmaker that recently died. Oh, yes. I remember that. Elijah Cummings. And then, so, you know, you saw on TV the people that spoke at his funeral. Right. And, um, you know, Bill Clinton was there, Barack Obama. And but not Trump, because Trump insulted his city. Right, Trump wasn't there. But Hillary Clinton did speak. And I didn't hear this on the news. Mm -hmm. I didn't hear what she said. And what she said is that... Um, she was comparing him to the prophet Elijah okay. from the Old Testament. Elijah warned against King Ahab, a corrupt leader of Israel, and Jezebel, who dressed herself in fine clothing and worshipped multiple gods. She did not name Trump, but the message was clear, and she was applauded by the congregation, which included former presidents, Republican lawmakers, uh, but no official White House representative attended. So um, she went on to say, our Elijah could call down fire from heaven, but he also prayed and worked for healing, Clinton said. Like that Old Testament prophet, he stood against corrupt leadership of King Ahab and Queen Jezebel. He weathered storms and earthquakes, but he never lost his faith, Clinton said. And he looked out for the vulnerable among us. And he kept reminding us, life is no dress rehearsal. American people want to live their lives without fear of their leaders, Clinton said, and as leaders we have a responsibility to keep promises made when running for office to make the lives of our of Americans better. You think? I mean, I mean she, <laughs> I, 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 she's a good speaker, and I'm not saying, you know, that what she said might not hold some weight. That to me is stretching it a little far. That's reaching she just a little far. A corrupt and evil king of Israel. Jezebel was in the to adorn herself in fine clothing and jewelry and worship the false god Baal, uh, only to ultimately meet her doom. In the Old Testament, Elijah brought the kingdom of Israel back to the true path of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, anyway, but, uh, that was uh, a comical. Mrs. Clinton, yes, it's, it's very funny. You know, I, I, to me, it takes a lot of nerve to get up there and say that. And, and, and people look at her and not think, well, you got your, your nerve. Well, that's like, that, that's like throwing stones and living in a glass house. But, I mean, she used that to talk about Trump. I, I, right. I, Instead of right. eulogizing. Yeah, but, but like the reason why she did that is because, because Trump called Baltimore a rat infested city. And, and so they feel like his 
that, that public honor was somehow tarnished by Trump. So I guess she, this is her way of trying to vindicate his reputation, but you just can't use God's scriptures for political means. That's basically what she tried to compare to Elijah and right. the Bible. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it she was probably very dramatic. Right, she could have picked a lot of them, but not that one. When <laughs> I read that article, I wondered what uh, Mr. Cummings' family thought. I think they were probably appreciative because they felt like he was really wronged by the president, which is also why I believe there was no official representative sent from the White House. But at the same time, you didn't hear this on regular news. I didn't hear this until somebody sent me this article. I didn't hear that Hillary Clinton made this Oh, no, I, I didn't hear it either. They did show Clinton talking. They did show Obama talking. But they not Hillary. They didn't say anything about I didn't even know she was there until uh, right. this article was sent to me. Okay. But anyway, I've got some other things I want to talk about, but uh, alas, I am running out of time. So, um, um, I really wanted to get to this about Kirk Franklin's uh, acceptance speech that was edited by the Gospel Music Association, but um, unfortunately we're going to have to continue that next week. Praise the Lord and let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day is from Matthew 5 and 10. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, why do we fast? And the answer is, so the Lord can hear us. The answer can be found in Isaiah chapter 58, verses 6 and 9. Verse 6 says, Is not this the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Verse 9 says, Then shall thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If you take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the pudding, forth of the finger, and speaking vanity. This week's food for thought is, what does the Lord call a person who trusts in his own heart? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.